0: Welcome friends. You are listening to the Mind Body Alchemy Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Miramontes. This is where intuition meets education in the realms of spirituality, fitness, mindset, and more, all to create lasting change. Welcome back to the Mind Body Alchemy Podcast. Today, I want to give you some questions that you can ask yourself and some things to consider before you decide to go on another diet. First, I wanna talk about some of the reasons that we decide to diet in the first place. A lot of times we can be going throughout our day normally and then all of a sudden something will trigger an emotional response that creates a reaction. And that reaction is usually a negative reaction. It might be you're pleasantly scrolling through social media and then all of a sudden you see your friend has lost 20 pounds and went on this diet that included a bunch of supplements and MLM powder, shakes, whatever. And so you immediately think, well, I'm not good enough. I should probably go on that too. This is going to be my solution since it was her solution. Or it's a conversation that you're having in work, or possibly even when you go to visit someone in your life that has triggered this feeling of not good enoughness for you in the past. Like maybe you're going to visit family that always comments on your weight. Perhaps you're going on a vacation or a high school reunion or a family reunion. There are a lot of things that come up that tend to, um, Trigger that panic response where we need to run away from our current circumstances and immediately go into fix-it mode so that we can control what other people think of us. Another thing that often happens is diets trend On social media and in the media um, in the workplace things like that so because everyone else is doing it it's part of a community it's inviting it's something that you want to be part of everybody's coming together around this common ailment this common complaint or gripe and so because everyone else is doing it it feels supportive it feels like a place that you belong and even though you're not Consciously saying well everybody else is doing it so I will too sort of that analogy of well if your friends jumped off a bridge would you as well of course not but subconsciously we all have a desire to belong and because we are all conditioned to believe that our bodies are the most valuable thing that we can offer to the world it comes together in a very convenient way so that might trigger a response to join the club and diet that way sometimes it's triggered by just the time of year in our environment special occasions or summer is coming it's swimsuit shopping or new year's resolutions we see these things come up time and time again and we've accepted them as just normal behavior without even questioning whether or not this is good for us We just keep trying these different strategies and these different diets. None of them have worked for you in the past, long term. You may have seen some success, but that's not the same thing, right? So even though something didn't work for you before, you're still willing to try something new. And that's okay. It's okay to try new things. It's actually a good thing to try new things until you find the perfect solution for you. But getting stuck in these systems that are designed for the masses and they take you and your own lifestyle preferences habits and behaviors out of the equation is a recipe for frustration we don't question whether or not dieting is good for us other times we have success on a certain protocol we weren't able to sustain it the rules were too hard or something came up or life happened and you blew it Gained all the weight back, body went back to the same as it was, or like 66% of people that try dieting and have some some success on dieting, you gained back more weight than what you started with. And so I say all of this not to be a downer, but rather to give you some perspective and give you some questions so that you can avoid this frustration in the future. So the first question I want you to ask yourself is why this diet? Is this something I heard about from a friend? Is it something I heard around the office, the workplace? Did I see an advertisement for it? Was it on social media or which of those areas that I just talked about in the beginning of this has triggered the desire to go on this diet why are you choosing it the next question that i want you to ask yourself is what is my emotional state right now i will tell you that 100 percent of the time my worst body image days are also my worst life days if i'm having a bad day my body becomes the target pretty reliably and it's so easy it's so easy to beat up on our body our body image the way that we look the way that our clothes fit it seems like one of the most natural things that we can do because it feels like maybe we can do something about it so our bodies take the brunt of our bad mood and become our punching bags emotionally so before you go to the grocery store and stock up on ingredients for, you know, these power smoothies or whatever it is that you're going to do, I really want you to take a moment and really question the emotional state that you're in when you were making the decision to go on another diet or to choose this diet in particular. It doesn't matter what the diet is. These are just questions for you to reflect on so that you know that you're making the best decision possible for you and you're doing it for the right reasons. The next question I want you to ask is, how many changes will I have to make? Science has shown time and time again that when we make one habit change, one behavior change, we're pretty likely to be successful. Once we start stacking other habits on at the exact same time without mastering the first one, our chances go way, way down and we are much more likely to quit so if this new strategy is going to require you to make a million changes to your lifestyle and take you far away from what you're currently doing is that going to be sustainable for you and if so how long how long can you keep that up how difficult will that be to make 10 changes if you are someone who doesn't currently exercise at all and you don't like vegetables how successful do you think you're going to be switching to a vegan diet and strength training and doing cardio five days a week? I would say your chances are pretty low. I mean, I'm sure there are some exceptions to the rule, but for the most part with my experience in all the years I've coached people, the more rules that you give someone, the less likely they are to follow any of them at all what routines is this going to disrupt for you what is going to be interrupted if you're signing up to attend a class at the same time as you're supposed to be driving your child to practice or to school or you're supposed to be taking a work call how is that going to line up for you Is this going to make it so that your traditional Friday night pizza night with the family is not possible for you to participate in? And are you okay with that? Is this going to ask you to give up your Sunday afternoons going to the park or going hiking or hanging out with friends or spending quality time with your family in order to prep and package and measure and store food? How long will you stick with that? it's important not just to look at the instruction manual or the pages in the book or the menus and just follow them blindly. It's important for you to look at those things and try to imagine what living that life is like. And I just want to take a moment before I continue to say that it's not that you can't challenge yourself. It's not that you can't do these things. But rather, it's a growth phase. If you try to change too much at the same time, your brain is going to come up with all sorts of reasons why you shouldn't do it. And you're constantly going to be relying on willpower, which will eventually let you down, let's face it, in order to keep going. We don't want to have to always rely on something as fickle And as weak as willpower in order to make a lifestyle change we really want these things to be our habits and behaviors so that they are solid so they are a rock solid foundation if you can't see yourself doing these things long term right now it doesn't mean that you have to throw the whole strategy out but rather you might just want to simplify it it doesn't have to be all or nothing Who is going to be impacted by these decisions and will that add another layer of difficulty? If you are someone who doesn't live alone, if you are someone who has an unpredictable job, there are a lot of different layers because we are in community with other people. So who else is going to be impacted? How do you feel about packaging, weighing, and measuring your food in front of your daughter? Who is five or six years old she will be impacted and is that the example that you want to set for her no judgment no right or wrong here i just really want you to think about the way your decisions impact other people's lives as well and if that is in alignment with your values and if that will even work out for you again there is no right or wrong. It may be perfectly fine. There's no judgment here. These are just important questions that you need to ask yourself so that you can make the best possible decisions so that this lifestyle that you're trying to achieve and the results you're trying to achieve from it stick. Otherwise, it's not a lifestyle. Otherwise, you're just trying something desperately because you were triggered by an emotion that made you feel bad about yourself, probably due to societal conditioning or something in your environment, and then it just breeds more frustration. The more self-inquiry we can do before we make these big life-altering decisions, the more in alignment those decisions will be once we decide to take that first step. Am I willing to do this for a short time or a long time? Is this something that is a 21-day something or other? Is this a 30-day challenge? Is this a five-day fix? What does this look like? Or can you see yourself making these same decisions day in and day out with 80 to 90% accuracy or better for 10, 20, 30 years or more? How many years have you been doing what you're already doing? And when was the last time you really made a powerful and impactful change in your life that you can now look back and say I'm so glad I did that and I'm still doing that it will happen but if you can't see yourself sustaining this pace this intensity for the next 10 years you're starting off too hard again that doesn't mean don't challenge yourself absolutely stretch yourself move to your boundaries But while you're doing that, you may need to build up some resilience. Just like when you go to the gym for the first time, you're not going to be able to run five miles. You might be able to jog a little, walk a little, jog a little, walk a little, or maybe not even that. But eventually you build up the resilience and you can bring layers upon layers of intensity and challenge and you can get there. Oftentimes, we want to jump in with both feet, thinking we're going to get there faster. But what really happens is we end up burning out because we don't consider the full impact that it's going to have on our life. So think about, am I willing to do this at this intensity with all of these rules for the rest of my life? Because even though you may think that the results that you get from being in a thinner body or changing your body shape is going to be so powerful that it will motivate you to stay. I promise you, biology is stronger. Environment is stronger. The strongest thing that you can do is build a solid foundation of habits that you can stick to and layer them and strengthen them over time, perfect them and refine them. But if you dive in head first without considering the consequences or the impact that it's going to have, and the intensity is really high you risk burning out and you risk burning out pretty bad i can't even tell you how many people i have coached that has come to me saying i can never eat another egg white i am so tired of chicken breast. if i look at broccoli i'm going to throw up that is because they ate those things on repeat over and over and over again they were dove in with such intensity that these foods became horrible to them because they burnt out on it. It's something really important to consider. The next question I want you to ask is, what have I tried before? And this is a several part question. What have I tried before? Think about all the diets you've already been on. Think about all the eating strategies and lifestyle changes that you already attempted. And this is not to discourage you, and it's also not to cast shame, guilt, or judgment. Rather, this is really important data, and I'll tell you why. The second part of this is, what about that didn't work, and why? Why didn't you stick to that last thing? And again, this is not about judgment. Did it take up too much of your schedule? Did it make you switch things around to a point that made your family suffer and complain and you know were you tired were you out of energy did your mood change a lot of people who give up you know certain macronutrient groups for example maybe you give up carbohydrates and you don't function well that way so your hair starts falling out and you start getting moody and tired and so then everyone is frustrating to you and your sex life goes to crap and you get so tired of not recognizing your personality that everything just falls apart. That is important data. When you are asking this question, what didn't work last time and why, then you can ask yourself, is this similar or different? What is the same about this and what is different about this? And does this new strategy solve the problem of why I quit the last one? Because if you're just doing the same diet packaged in a different way, just like keto and Atkins are basically the same thing. It's just got a new label. It's just got a different bow on top. It's packaged differently, but it's the same thing. So if you are choosing diets in particular that have names are you sure that you're not just picking up the exact same thing with a different package and if so is that the right decision to make or should you figure out a way to make something else work for you so when we're looking at what we've done before we can say okay what is the same about this what is different what worked for me what did i keep maybe you have tried a high protein, low carb diet before and it didn't stick for you, but now you have figured out that you really thrive well on having enough protein in your diet. So you kept the protein part. That's great. You can keep that part, ditch what didn't work for you and make some adjustments and make that part of your new lifestyle strategy instead of jumping into what somebody else has already packaged for you that you know doesn't work, that you know won't last. It doesn't have any stickiness to it. The next question is, can I take a lower dose? And will that be just as effective? Just like with medications or anything else, we want the least effective dose, right? That's when we get the least amount of side effects, the least amount of consequences. So can you take a lower dose? If an exercise plan is asking you to work out six days a week, but six days a week feels really out of reach for you does that mean three days a week doesn't work absolutely not three days a week a week is great why not choose three days a week take a lower dose that doesn't mean you have to throw out the whole strategy it just means you can modify it to something that works for you that you can see yourself doing long term if a program expects that you will eat 10 cups of vegetables a day, but that just seems ridiculous to you. Does that mean you should just not eat vegetables? Of course not. Eat three cups a day, one cup with three meals a day. You're going to get a lot of benefit from that, a lot of nutrients from that, a lot of fiber from that, and maybe some energy, but you're not going to be stretching yourself so far that you burn out because you tried to do too much too soon. You can take a lower dose and still get major benefits sometimes things are so ridiculous and the suggestions and recommendations are so out of touch with how regular people live their lives that it becomes this huge frustration a lot of times trainers and coaches and people who sell diets on the internet spend so much time and energy on their own bodies, in their own kitchen, on their own lives, that they really are disconnected from what it's like to have a family or have a job outside of just taking care of their bodies. And so because they're so disconnected from that, they don't realize that this ask that they're giving you is almost impossible. So make sure you're vetting your source. Make sure that you are Considering that your lifestyle may be different from someone that you're taking advice from. And if they, as a leader or as a coach or as a trainer, don't recognize that they need more tools in their toolbox than just what worked for them, they may not be the right person for you to be following their advice. They might be someone you don't want to take advice from. The next thing is, what are my expectations? What do you expect the end result to be? Are you looking for an overnight transformation? Of course you are, aren't we all? However, the faster the results, the faster the weight gain almost every time on the rebound. Make sure you're managing, managing your expectations. Do you want to be able to maintain this for life or do you want to keep doing this year after year after year and being frustrated? If it's the former, then change your expectations from seeing results on the scale and in your clothes and in the mirror every day or every week to a strategy that feels sustainable long term and whatever ends up happening from that. It will be positive, but it's probably going to take a little longer than maybe you want it to. But what's the alternative? Decades of dieting, decades of frustration. If you can be consistent for 12 months and see a great change, and you yourself have changed because you have created these new habits that are now part of who you are, isn't that better? then going on a 30 day or a 12 week program, seeing some pretty good results and then having them all stripped away from you the next 30 days or sometimes faster. The idea here is that we're in it for the long haul. We want lasting transformation. So skip the 12 week promises, skip the quick fixes and manage your expectations so that you know that this is now part of who you are and a lifestyle that you're adopting. Here's an important question. Do I like this? If you have to eat bars, drink shakes, um, have prepackaged meals and carry your food everywhere you go, are you gonna be happy? Is that gonna bring you any joy and pleasure? You may think you can put yourself in a circumstance where you are miserable as long as you're getting the visible results that you want, but I promise you, your brain is not down for that shit. You will eventually start looking for pleasure somewhere. You're going to start numbing out, and that is when the binges start, the deprivation mindset starts. When you finally cave and have that piece of birthday cake, you find yourself eating it in a closet, picking at it all day long, and having no control, and then trying to figure out who hijacked your ability to take care of yourself, who hijacked your willpower, and why you just can't seem to get it together. If there's no pleasure in your strategy, your strategy will fail. I promise. couple more things how can I troubleshoot this and do I have the time and resources to keep this up if you are just reading a book and following the rules to the letter or doing a diet plan that somebody handed you and it works really well for you in your normal everyday circumstances what happens when you are not in your normal everyday circumstances When you go on vacation, when holidays come up, when you have some emotional chaos in your household or you're in between jobs or you're moving, what happens during those times when life gets disrupted? Do you have a plan to troubleshoot? Will you be able to sustain this or will it be one of those moments like the flat tire phenomenon where one tire goes flat so you might as well just pop the other three rather than just patching up what you can and continuing on. As far as having time and resources, do you have the money? Is this one of those programs that is costing you a lot of time and a lot of money to stay a part of? Are you going to be able to learn from it and then move on from it? Or are you stuck relying on someone else who is in control of your future? Are you going to be able to sustain the five or six hours a week of exercise, or in some cases, 10 hours a week of exercise? If not, it may not be the right strategy for you. If you're working two jobs, it might seem like a good solution in the short term, I can do anything for a while. But are you going to run out of resources and run out of time and add extra layers of stress and misery while you try to maintain this? I promise you, it does not have to be this difficult. No, it is not an easy thing. It's going to take sacrifices. You're going to have to be flexible. You're going to have to bend a little bit and give some things up. You're going to have to make some personal sacrifices and some changes. But it should not be something that upends your entire life right now. If you want something that is sustainable, if you want to be able to look back at this 10 years from now and say, I am so grateful I did that. I had my own back. I still have my own back. Then it has to be thoughtful. It needs to fit in with where you are right now. Yes, dream big, but there needs to be some consideration of your time, energy, resources, health, circumstances, lifestyle preferences before you jump in and just flop again. You are better off never ever ever going on a diet at all from a health perspective than you are continuing to try and fail and gain and lose and gain and lose over and over again. That's it for me today. I hope you guys got something out of this. Please screenshot it, tag me on social media, leave me a rating and review, and I will see you next week. Bye.